Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to the Inspired Mind Podcast with Ella Victoria. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. I hope you guys are all having a lovely week. I have had a bit of a different week and that's what I wanted to talk about for the start of this episode because my routine this past week has honestly really inspired me. So if you follow me on my YouTube channel, if you don't, you definitely should. It's just Ella Victoria. I've been uploading vlogs for like the last nine years. So if you didn't know, that's how I got into the whole social media space. But anyway, I uploaded a vlog last week where I challenged myself to wake up at 5am every single day for a week, which I know isn't early for some people, but for me, my normal routine is waking up around 7am and then I'll get ready to go to the gym. And I feel like I don't really rush, not that you need to rush, but I've just been very slow with my wake up. And I've also kind of got into a few bad habits. So first thing in the morning, I would go on my phone and honestly, I would just procrastinate going to the gym. Anyway, I felt like my habits had gone a bit too far. So I was like, to shock myself into getting back into a good routine, I'm going to challenge myself to wake up at 5am every single day for a whole week. And I loved this challenge so much. You definitely should watch the video. I've seen so many other people do this challenge on their YouTube channel over years and I really wanted to do it myself. And yeah, like I said before, I know 5am isn't early for everyone and everyone has such different routines. Some people are shift workers, some people have babies and have to wake up in the night, but then other people also work for themselves like I do and you can create your own hours. And as much as that is a blessing, it also can make it really quite difficult to be self-disciplined. That's why I think it can be easy to slip into some habits that aren't the best for you. Anyway, I wanted to chat about my experience quickly to start off this episode because I absolutely loved waking up at 5am and if you want to hear my thoughts in more detail, definitely check out the video and 
yeah, you'll see the actual process and you'll see me talking about how I felt in real time. But to kind of summarize the week, what I found is that by waking up super early, I wasn't necessarily more productive in the day afterwards in terms of like my work and stuff. I feel like I got just as much work done as I usually would, but In terms of time for myself, I just felt like I had so much more time for me. And I think looking back in hindsight, I've realized how much of an impact that actually had on my week. It was hard to tell in the moment, but now that I've finished the challenge, I've looked back and I'm like, wow, there were so many moments during that week that I had for myself. So I went on a lot more walks. I went to the gym a lot more. I also just read a lot more in the morning. And I think by prioritizing that time for myself, I inevitably was a lot more content throughout the day and I felt less stressed because I felt like I had more time on my hands. And they do say when you start your day off right and you're in the right mindset, it kind of continues on for the rest of the day. And I think I got my hit of dopamine in the morning in the right way. I don't know where I heard this, but apparently the first hit of dopamine that you get in the morning is how you're going to crave it for the rest of the day. So if you go on your phone first thing in the morning and the first thing you see is how many likes you've got on Instagram, you know, that's potentially going to give you a dopamine boost. And then for the rest of the day, you're going to be searching for that same boost. I mean, I'm not obviously a scientist or a doctor, but that is something that I've heard. And I'm like, that does make a lot of sense to me. So if you can start off your day by getting outside, moving, doing something for you to make yourself feel good, then that's a really great way to start the day. So that is something that I found. But I also think that each day is so different and you can't necessarily be too uptight about the routine being the same every single day. And I've always felt this way, but I think it's good to be adaptable and have like a structure to an extent, but also be happy for it to change depending on the circumstances. So if for some reason you have a really late night, you should be able to just, you know, accept that and sleep in a little bit, because I think it's more important to make sure you're getting the right amount of sleep than just to push yourself to breaking point just for the fact of waking up early unless you're someone who just thrives on not getting a ton of sleep but for me personally I need at least eight hours to be feeling great but yeah I was really inspired by that week and it's definitely something that I want to implement into my routine a lot more moving forward but I think I'm just going to decide it on a day-by-day basis so depending on what I have the next day I'll wake up early like today for example I woke up early and I started editing a video because I had a lot to do today so I was like you know what I'm gonna get a head start and then Brayden and I went for a walk and breakfast afterwards which was really nice but On other days, I wouldn't do that. On other days, I would, you know, wake up and actually get out first thing. So I think the key is to think about what you need to do the night before. That's what's really helped me. If I don't plan out my morning routine the night before, I feel like the next day can be in complete shambles because I don't really have a purpose or anywhere to be. And again, this is something that maybe applies mainly for people who work for themselves, but I find that by creating intentions and a routine for myself in advance, I'm way more likely to stick to it because if I'm just waiting for myself to feel like doing something, I'm never going to feel like it. Anyway, that is what has been inspiring me. And I hope you guys enjoyed the video. If you watched it, I'll link it in my show notes if you haven't, but I think it was a really good challenge and I really want to do more challenges like that. I don't know what I'll do next, but yeah, let me know if you have any suggestions. I did actually see somebody pop up on my YouTube recommended page the other day who did 
a challenge for a week where they did like a dopamine detox. And I was like, that could be really fun. So pretty much what they did, well, actually is fun the right word. I don't know if I'd say it'd be fun. That would be a challenge. So pretty much he didn't allow himself to go on social media for a whole week. He wasn't even allowed to listen to music, the radio, even when he was like driving, he wasn't listening to podcasts, watching Netflix. The only thing that he could do was communicate with people, I guess, like so he could FaceTime his friends and family and then he could also read. The idea kind of seemed like it was just to restrict technology for a week and I think that would be really quite a challenge for me, but I'm really curious. I'd love to see how I feel and knowing that it's just a week makes me feel okay. So let me know if you'd like to see that because that's something that I'm thinking about at the moment. But anyway, let's get into chatting about today's topic. So I want to chat all about how to know your worth and discover your true values. And when I was coming up with all of my topics for this season of the podcast, this is something that came up a lot for me. And it's something that I've thought about a lot because I think, well, I know everyone has a different sense of worth and different values. Not one of us is the same and that's what makes us super unique. But I think it's really important to get to know our values and by knowing our values, that can help us with our self-worth. And self-worth is literally everything. And the more you can strengthen this, the more happy you're going to be and the more resilient you're going to be. So I believe that self-worth is when you can validate yourself and you're not searching for external validation. So without someone else telling you that, you know, you're good enough, you believe it. And that's something that not everyone can do. And it's actually harder than you think. I think with social media, it makes it so easy to get instant validation from people if we want it. So it's made it easier for us to not have to validate ourselves. But I just wanted to do this episode because I think it is something that is so invaluable to strengthen. And by knowing your self-worth and knowing that you're good enough, like that is just going to help you out in so many situations. And I also just wanted to clarify what self-worth is because I think a lot of people think external things are what validate their worth. So for example, their relationship status, their social status, money, career, their friendship circle, their appearance. I think we all have met someone or we might be that person who isn't happy when they're not in a relationship because they don't know themselves without being in a relationship. Or we know that person who isn't happy if They haven't got a holiday booked because their identity is so tied with traveling and having a trip booked. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. All of these things are what make up our personality. But when you strip back all of those things and you take back all of those external factors, you've got to know that you are enough without all of those things. And I think the reason why this topic really resonates with me is because I've been there and I have definitely tied my self-worth to external validations. For me, it's been social media. And as I said at the beginning of this episode, I've been doing this for nine years now, and I almost don't know myself without posting online. My identity feels very much tied to it. And I've had many breakdowns over the years due to social media. So say I wasn't getting as many views as I'd hoped on YouTube, or, you know, I was losing followers, I would take that personally and feel like it was a personal attack on me when it really wasn't. It's just social media. It's completely fake. It's not true. I put so much value and self-worth into this one thing that when 
it wasn't going how I expected. I felt like it was a reflection on me and I felt like I wasn't worthy, which is so untrue. There are so many more things that make up me other than just social media. But in my head, that's what made up 90% of me and that's what I really valued for some reason because that's how I had kind of like trained my brain to think. So it's been a process over the years to have to learn that it doesn't matter, views, followers, and Anything on social media doesn't matter. I know it is my job and it is important for me to continue to be consistent and show up online. But if people choose to not watch me and not follow me, does that make me any less of a person? No, it doesn't. And that's what I've got to remember. And I think the key thing that really helped me with overcoming this limiting belief that I had was making sure I put time into other things and not put my eggs in one basket. So I think everyone can take on this piece of advice and apply it to their lives, even if it's like, you know, in a different area to me, because I know we all value things differently, but we also do have kind of like priorities of what we value the most. And sometimes a certain thing takes priority and we need to remember to not give that all of our energy all of the time and make sure to give our energy to other things as well, because When we're relying so much on external things to validate our existence, it's not healthy and it's not guaranteed. Those things can change in an instant. And when those things do change and they don't go to plan, that's when your mental health can suffer. So I think it's really, really important to make sure you're working on your self-worth without those things. Like if you were to take away your relationship status, your social status, your money, your career, your friendship circle, your appearance you're still a valuable person. And that's another thing. I think a lot of people put so much value into appearance. And this is such a tricky thing to overcome because society has drilled into us from very young that, you know, appearance is important when it's really not. We're literally just a meat sack. And, you know, you want to be your healthiest self, but appearance really doesn't mean anything. As long as you're happy in yourself. That is the main thing. Nobody else's opinions of you should matter. I also just wanted to say a side note and just let you know that I'm not saying that you shouldn't change your appearance by any means, because if you want to do something to make yourself feel more confident, I think that's amazing. And you should definitely go for it if it's something that you want to do for yourself and not for others. I think that's the key thing. Just remembering that if you're going to do anything, do it for you, not for everyone else. And know that by doing anything to your appearance, While that might improve your confidence and that's all well and good, it's just a bonus. It's not something that's going to actually change your worth. Like it doesn't change that at all. I think that you know you've got really great self-worth and you value yourself really highly when things do go wrong and not to plan and you can kind of just accept them and go, okay, that's not great, but... I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I know that I'll find something better, and you can kind of accept that you deserve more than that. So let's talk about the characteristics of someone who has great self-worth and really values themselves. I personally think that my boyfriend Brayden has amazing self-worth, which I absolutely love about him. He is so resilient and honestly, extremely chill. I feel like nothing really phases him and he's a bit different to me. I'd say I'm not as chill as him by any means. I'm definitely self-aware, but I'm just way more emotional than him. I feel like I get triggered a lot more easily than he does. But I absolutely love the fact that when hurdles come up, Brayden is so good at separating himself from the situation and looking at things from a hindsight. And he's a lot more logical and he can be like, okay, well that sucks, but like this is a solution. And he doesn't give himself too much time to dwell on things. And I've found that really inspiring. And honestly, I don't think I've met too many people who have that kind of mindset like him. And that's what I think has really taught me a lot about self-worth, like just seeing the way he acts. And I think the reason he's like this is because he knows his values and he doesn't change them for anyone. He knows what he likes and what he doesn't like. And he knows that he's a good person. He definitely does not second guess himself. And sorry, I'm just like literally ranting about my boyfriend and how amazing he is right now, but I just absolutely love that about him. And it's something that I really hope that I can learn from him as well. So I can't say that Brayden's necessarily sat down and written down all of his values and that's how he's established them. I think it's honestly a product of his upbringing and that's why he is the way he is. But I do think an exercise that can help us all out a lot is literally spending some time sitting down and journaling and writing down our values as basic as that maybe sounds it's sometimes easy to forget it's definitely not easy to always just come up with a list off the top of your head and over time as you get older your values change as well as different things take priority I know whenever I've gone to a therapist they've always asked me what my values are and I think that's because there's such a link between that and your self-worth so it's worth sitting down and saying that also I'm so sorry I feel like I'm saying worth and value so much in this episode but I'm trying to think of other words that I can use to describe what I'm saying, but that's the best way I can describe it by using the actual words. So we've chatted about what I believe self-worth not to be. It's not your income. It's not your appearance. It's not your relationship status. It's not your career. So what actually is it? I believe that self-worth is the ability to love yourself in all instances, even at your worst, because I think a lot of people can be really quite critical of themselves when they feel like they stumble and they're not perfect. But being able to love ourselves and accept ourselves at our worst is so invaluable because if we can get that validation from ourselves, we're not going to be seeking it from other people and it's just going to make you a way more confident person. It's going to make you confident in your decision making, in your behaviors, and also it just ultimately gives you trust in yourself. I also think that by believing in yourself and your values, it actually helps with your relationships as well because when you actually know your values, you can easily communicate your needs to others and you can find people that align with your values. And overall, when you're aligned with other people and you believe in the same things, I think 
there's going to be a lot more trust, mutual respect and a mutual understanding of things because you're on the same page and yeah, it just makes life a whole lot easier if you're, I guess, similar people and you want the same things. So you might be thinking, Ella, how do I actually identify my values? And like I was saying earlier, this isn't necessarily something that we all just do off the top of our head. It's not always something that comes easily to us, but believe me, like you know what they are deep down, but it's just something that you have to spend some time reflecting on to identify. And yeah, I'm going to actually do this exercise myself and just refresh my values. But the first thing that I've written down that you can do is self-reflection. So get out your journal, spend some time reflecting on what's important to you and have a think about what motivates you and what brings you joy and fulfillment and what you overall stand for. Have a think about that and write it all down. Another thing you can reflect on is your role models. I think thinking about the people you admire and like the qualities you admire in people can really help because sometimes it's easier to see in other people what we like and it's not as easy to see those things in ourselves. So if you spend some time thinking about the people in your life that you look up to and you admire, it might be easier to identify those qualities and write them down and like I was saying earlier, make sure they're not external things like their appearance or a talent that they have. Have a think about their personality traits and how those people make you feel and what it is that they do that makes you feel that certain way and maybe that can help you identify what you value in them and you can just think about those behaviors and try and implement them into your own life. Another exercise that you can do is list making. Write down a bunch of things that you value and prioritize them from the most important to I guess the least so you can identify what's most important to you and that will help you realize like what is most important in your life. Something else that can really help is by going to a counselor or a coach and chatting to them because they're experts in this field and they will obviously give you exercises that you can go away and do, but by having sessions with them and just chatting to them, they'll get an idea of the type of person you are and will probably really help you with identifying your values and working on them and helping you implement those things into your life. I think that by doing counseling or coaching, you just develop more of a sense of self-awareness and it gives you intentional time to explore your beliefs and values and just why why you feel that way towards those things. So I think that's so invaluable. I actually feel like it would be worthwhile for me to go back to counseling at some point. I haven't in a long time or even just a coach, just because I know that it is really good to do often when you're in a good mental state as well. I've only ever really gone when I've felt like I'm struggling, but I think sometimes when you're feeling good, that's when you can do the most work and you can discover the most. And then finally, I've got some journal prompts that you guys could go through as well. So you could answer what makes you happy? What are you passionate about? What are your core beliefs? What qualities do you admire in others? What do you want to be remembered for? What makes you feel fulfilled? And what are your priorities in life? Literally write this down if you feel up to it because I think that they could be some really great prompts to reflect on and would just make it really, really clear what you think is important in life. So they're just a few things that you can do to help get to know yourself a little bit better. But I think you definitely learn the most by taking action and just living your life and making mistakes and learning from them. You don't have to overthink it too much. I think it's something that comes with life experience and 
being patient with yourself and giving yourself the time to reflect on your life and your mistakes. And by taking this time to reflect, you can identify the areas that you need to improve on and where you're doing really well. Now in your day-to-day life, there are a few things that you can do to practice self-worth. Number one being practice self-compassion. I was saying earlier that I believe that when you can love yourself at your worst, that's a form of self-love. I know that this is something that isn't necessarily easy to do and it definitely would take practice, but I guess it's just rewiring our mindset to know that we all make mistakes and by making mistakes, it doesn't diminish your worth as a person. Another thing that you can do is setting clear boundaries. A person who has really great self-worth and values isn't afraid to say no because they know what they want and they're not going to be a people pleaser just to make other people happy. If something doesn't align with them, they'll say no and they know it's not them being selfish or mean. It's just them living, I guess, their truth and just being honest. I think it is so important to protect your energy and set boundaries because if you don't set boundaries and you just do things to please others, that kind of signals to yourself that you would put other people's happiness above your own. And while it is good to make other people happy, if you're not happy and putting yourself first, you can't make others happy. So setting boundaries is something that I think is so invaluable to work on and can help you so much. Another thing that's really important is to surround yourself with positive people who have the same values as you and support and encourage you because if you can surround yourself with like-minded people who uplift you and support you it's going to make it a lot easier to cultivate a strong sense of self but in saying that you've also got to remember that it's not always easy to pick and choose who you're around and If you, for some reason, are around people who aren't like you and don't align with your values, remember that it's a reflection of them, not you. And they're allowed to be them. You're allowed to be you. And what they think of you doesn't matter. Like Everyone's entitled to having their own opinions. But if they don't like you or they think something of you negatively, it doesn't mean it's necessarily true. This is where having good self-worth comes in and you'll realize in those situations that it doesn't matter what they think because you know you're good enough. So to summarize everything that I've just said, of course, external validation is something that is important and you know people crave it. it is human nature to feel that way, but we need to learn that it does not define your self-worth. How you validate yourself is what determines that. And your worth goes so much more beyond your career, your social status, your appearance, your relationships, like I said. But by identifying your values and practicing self-compassion, setting boundaries, surrounding yourself with positive people and and practicing self-acceptance, you'll be able to cultivate a strong sense of self-worth that comes from within. And you'll remember that you're enough just the way you are. And I'm here to tell you that too, in case any of you guys needed that reminder. We are all enough just the way we are. We don't need to change for anyone. And all of these external things mean nothing. We're not gonna be taking those things when we die, unfortunately. What matters is how we show up as a person while we're here on earth. As long as we're kind, as long as we love ourselves, and as long as we're happy and having fun, that's all that matters. Everything else is just temporary and not guaranteed. So it really just doesn't matter. We place way too much value in these things that 
literally don't matter. But I hope this episode was a good reminder for you all. And I hope by me sharing, I guess, my personal experience, maybe it inspired you because I'm sure I'm not the only one who has kind of placed a lot of value on social media. And I've come a really long way. One thing that has really helped me is by not putting all my eggs in one basket, like I was saying earlier, and just diversifying myself a bit more and making sure that I have time for things outside of work and social media and I've just got more hobbies and things for me these days and I don't let my whole world fully revolve around it as much anymore so I almost feel like I can separate myself a little bit there's Ella Jones which is like the true me the people my family know and then there's Ella Victoria who is I guess like my work persona obviously I'm still myself don't get me wrong but I'm able to separate my identity a little bit more and know that that is not tied to my worth that is something that is not guaranteed and permanent obviously I love everything that Ella Victoria brings to Ella Jones's life it makes me really really happy but without those things I'm still a valuable person and I'm really proud of how far I've come with this and I really like the mindset that I've got around this particular topic so I hope you found it interesting to hear me chat about it please do let me know your thoughts if you have any send me a message on instagram the instagram for the podcast is just the inspired mind podcast i would love to yeah chat to you guys in my dms and if you could leave a review that would mean so much because it really really helps support the podcast and helps i guess spotify and apple podcasts know that you guys are interested and it'll push it out to more people and recommend it so it really really doesn't go unnoticed obviously it doesn't go unnoticed by me but it doesn't go unnoticed by the algorithm either so I just want to say if you do do that thank you so much in advance send me a screenshot so I can say a personal thank you to you guys but I appreciate you all so much thank you all so much for listening to this episode have a great week and I'll speak to you in my next one bye hi I'm Daniel founder of pretty litter did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain I learned this the hard way after losing my cat Gingy so I created pretty litter a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.